RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to Live Bold and Boss Up. This week's episode, we're chatting with our very own CEO, James Hawley. He is here to really expound on how to make 2021 happen. He had this great message for our very own kickoff, and we begged him to be on to share this with the world. Although this quite... This won't quite do it justice because I think at the time, whenever you were doing this, what were you wearing, James? <laughs> wow. Do we really need to go there, Steph? <laughs> no, James, you saying James? I don't always wear a wig and rocker gear? I mean, you're always a rock star, but this, this day was exceptional because you had a wig, you had the glasses, you had the, the tatted up sleeve and the... The whole getup, the jewelry, the wallet chain. Yeah, Yeah, it was awesome. I tell you, you have to commit. You have to commit and go all in. Go all out for that. (laughs) So that made it. So a little bit different this time, Um, but you had a great message whenever we're at kickoff. Everyone was pumped and um, we wanted just to take that quick little snapshot of, of your delivery to us and the team on how to make 2021 happen. Yeah. I mean, it was an awesome day, no doubt. Um, you know, energy level off the charts, um, so much fun. So yeah, the one piece that we talked about that, you know, I think probably resonates with your, your audience is really just, you know, as a sales organization, as a recruiting industry, you know, we, you know, we have to deliver, right. You know, we're only as good at, like we say, we're only as good as our last placement. Right. And so what have you done for me lately? That's what people expect from us is to show up every day. So really it was just about putting a championship headset on a mindset. Um, you know, so that was kind of the general message and we went through bullet by bullet, um, with, uh, some key things that I think strategically, um, are important for 2021 for our organization. Mm-hmm. I love that championship mindset. And that kind of reminds me of that personality um, assessment that you did with the animals. There's a, um, an assessment that Ash did that, that same night. And it was like, pick three animals and you pick three animals. And then that was kind of like what people, how you thought people perceived you, how you perceived yourself and what you are and what you are actually. So anyways, the championship mindset is kind of like the, the mindset of like a lion. I feel like, like you have to have that, that mind frame like even if you're really a, a sheep, you have to have the the mindset of a lion in order to be successful. So having that championship mindset reminded me of that. Yeah. That little game that you did. That's maybe why I started playing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also love, this is one of my favorite things that you said. And I actually wrote this down in my notes, actually my phone, as you were going through it. Don't let things happen. Make them happen. Yeah. It's, that's one of those, you just take a moment and just let it sink in. Right. Cause I think we all can point to different aspects um, where maybe we haven't delivered as good as we can. And if we think back on it, we probably would call ourselves a passenger, right. And not the driver. And so I think from our organization standpoint, 
you know, this, this year it's about stepping up and that championship mindset is about actually going after it, right? It doesn't matter if it's COVID, if it's 2020, you know, there's bad things all around, right? You know, things are going to challenge you obstacles in your way, you know, but don't just let them happen, go and make things happen. And every problem has a solution, but it's up to us to find that solution. And sometimes, you know, you, you've got to, you've got to take the, the wheel and, uh, and just drive it. You yeah. Know, yeah. That was powerful for me too. I think there was, I felt like you were just talking to me at that point. I was, <laughs> I was like, okay. You were talking to me. <laughs> you. I was like, okay. I was dialed in on you, Ash. (laughs) I was like, okay, I know how I can really make things happen versus just doing status quo, right? And then just leaving it up in the air. Yeah, the the secret was I was actually talking to myself. (laughs) You guys, (laughs) it was really that self-reflection. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I've let too many things happen uh, as opposed to taking charge. So yeah, that, that definitely was a, a big one, you know, and, and I think with that is you got to earn it, right? I think that's the other like subtext of that is that, you know, nothing's going to be handed to us in this life, right? You know, everything it is, it's a pure gift. Anything that truly is worth having is worth working for. And that's that earn it mentality. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's ultimately, I think what, you know, um, our organization, um, is really focused on this year is going out, earning it. Everything we get will will be earned. Yeah. Sorry. I was interjecting, but I agree with you. I feel like a lot of from last year's trauma, everyone's just kind of letting it happen to them, right? They're forgetting the hunger and the drive and going after things and making it happen. Gotta be a lion, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's another thing that you said? I say a lot. Commitment. We're working off a list. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think um, you know, for us at least, uh, you know, we were a startup, in, you know, in 2018. <clears throat> 2019 was our first full year. Then 2020 hit. And so I think we kind of um, fell back on a crutch, which a lot of organizations do, is how long do you call yourself a startup? Because I feel like startup is a really cool thing to say, but ultimately it's almost like built an excuse, right? Oh, well, this wasn't successful. We're a startup. We're still figuring it out. And so I think for us, uh, you know, this, this, um, you know, 2021, we kicked off really pivoting to where, no, 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 we're not comparing ourselves against startups. We're comparing ourselves again against every organization that we compete with. Um, and, you know, to be the best, you have to beat the best, which ultimately, you know, we, we don't want a little asterisk by our name saying we're in the startup category. We, we want to go toe to toe with everyone out there. And and so I think that's another piece that we talked about, um, which I think is really important for businesses um, to not let startup be, you know, a crutch that they fall back on. Right. Right. And I mean, the fact that we made it past 2020 is huge. And you're right. Everybody gets a participation badge and trophy for that, right? (laughs) Made it through. Survival. A t-shirt. And and you're right. Startup was sexy. But then, you know, now that you're in your third year, all right, let's let's not be a startup anymore. It's not sexy. Right. 
Yeah, it's like a new grad, right? Your new grad <laughs> get into the job. It's like that's you, you got to throw that away, that label. Yeah. And now you're a professional. So it's time to step up. Right. Right. I also love you said um, commit to getting better each day, like being the best version of yourself every single day. Because I think so often you can just kind of go by and just not make any changes, not do anything different, not try to do anything new that day to make yourself better. You're just kind of going with the flow. So I like that you, that you said that, like to consciously do that. Yeah. We're creatures of habit, aren't we? Mm -hmm. For good and for bad. Cause you make a good habit and it's phenomenal. Like what it can do, right? Your career can take off. Your business can take off if you do the right things. But you know, we tend to fall back into comfort zones. And so every day is very, very similar to the previous day. And so, yeah, it's about that incremental game of inches, right? You know, if you can just, you know, today do one more thing than you did yesterday, right? Try and do one thing better. Um, you do that and it may not seem like you're really growing, but it adds up. And at the end of the year, you'll look back going, wow, one step at a time. And I climbed that mountain and you're like, looking up, I never thought I could climb that. Like that thing was too tall, but it's just one step, one foot in front of another. And then suddenly like, look what you accomplished. So it's about the little things. And I think if you focus on that, um, it it becomes more manageable too. It's not overwhelming because most of the time we don't want to start anything that seems too big because, you know, it's like, well, I can't do that. Maybe tomorrow we put it off, right? Yeah. I'll do it. As a CEO, James, what's one thing, what's an example of something you try to do better each day? I mean, for me, I, I, uh, I've got to relax and have fun and smile. And so even doing this, like this isn't natural, you know, I don't naturally, you know, go, Hey, let me, let me join a conversation into a podcast that are, you know, two of the most fun people on the planet that I can never keep up with. <laughs> You know, so I'll apologize now that I'm, I'm drawing down your audience and you might lose a few <laughs> subscribers. Yeah, no. You know, it's, it's, uh, for me, it's just about like, um, I got to remind myself to have fun and enjoy the ride. Cause I get way too goal oriented, way too, um, you know, uh, focused on the prize and I don't really enjoy the journey. So for me, it's that just making sure I stop myself and, and whether it's film a little stupid video, all right, that I send out to the team on a, on a Friday, or I dress up like a rock star. Um, I got to make sure that, you know, I let my hair down and quite literally and <laughs> relax and, uh, and have fun. So for I me, like that answer. Yeah. And then, um, to get, to get better, you have to focus on it. So, you know, focusing on, those things that we know we need to work on and like focus on it every single day. So like to you having, letting your hair down and just kind of not focusing and being so goal oriented or, you know, all the stuff that you just said and having more fun and not stressing or worrying might be a little bit, take more focus than it would like me and Ash, but ours maybe to focus, to like sit down and actually complete a task without getting distracted. That takes me more focus. Yes. So, um, you know, we all have different things that we need to focus on. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, whatever matters in our life is what we focus on, right? That's always the key. So if I want to be a better parent, it means I'm actually focusing on my kids. I'm spending time with them, you know, so whatever matters you'll make the time for 
and it will actually create the focus, which is why it's important to, I think professionally, if we take the personal side out, you know, you know, um, obviously this is a, you know, kind of a, a work podcast. So it's about your profession, even though it bleeds into your life. But to me, professionally, um, you got to do what you love to do, because if, if you're going through the motions and you don't enjoy it, it's going to become very difficult to focus right. right on what you need to accomplish. But if you enjoy it, it becomes just fun. It's a joy. Right. And I think the three of us, you know, uh, feel that way passionately that, you know, while this is a job, it's not easy. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, but I mean, we're all in because we love it. Right. And we love the people we work with. And, you know, I can't imagine being anywhere else. And I know you guys feel the same way, you know, so ultimately like what matters in your life, you will focus on. So the trick is you've got to find what matters. Otherwise you'll never focus. I like that. Agreed. And I love the assignment that you gave us. So, and I was actually trying to think of this myself. Um, It was three to five things that you will get better at this year. So a couple of things that I need to work on, write a letter to three people. We said that we were going to write a letter to three people, at least three people, like handwrite it and let them know how grateful we are. So just being more grateful, being more appreciative to, for what we have and for other people. Um, my other one was, um, oh, to be present. And this is something during kickoff, Vicki pointed out. Yes. Um, and I felt like she was speaking to me about during the meetings and kind of doing your own thing while other people are talking, but being present and really focus on like what is going on, listening and um, not just kind of being in your own world. Yeah. And for context for listeners, Mm -hmm. we have a morning meeting every morning. Our whole company gets online and we talk about the duties and tasks for the day. And we are all guilty of when it's not our turn to speak, we're doing emails, sending text messages. It's all work related, but we're not paying attention to the person who's talking and the person who's saying what their top priorities are. And you might know of an answer to one of their top priorities, let's just say. And because we're not listening and we're not fully present, we might miss those. And so we're really not making, um, you know, the most out of our time, the most out of that meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. James, what would be your three things? I'm sorry. I, I, I was actually texting someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I gave, I gave that assignment. Um, and honestly, like there's a lot of things, you know, that I need to focus on. I'm still whittling those things down to figure out what's the most important, the most impactful. But I think part of it is we hit on earlier, which, you know, is I, I just, I need to chill. I need to relax a little bit. Like I need to need to actually make sure every day there's one fun thing, whether I'm like texting someone randomly, you know, like some little picture of me, you know, that maybe isn't the most flattering, but you know, get, gets a kick out out of, um, out of the moment, you know? So just that fun thing, I need to make sure that that becomes something that I do a lot uh, better at. Um, you know, I love the thing you're talking about with gratitude stuff. Um, you know, there's kind of a, a, you know, when, when you're, when you have gratitude and you're saying thank you to people, um, you know, it's hard not to be positive 
and feel good about, you know, like just your relationships. Um, so that actually is something that I want to do more of this year. Um, you know, I'm pretty difficult to work for. Um, you guys know that. Um, you don't have to shake your head. No ash. And <laughs> I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about James? Before. Yeah, no, I, I have high standards. I really do. And, but I love the team because everyone steps up, but I know that, um, I, I don't appreciate, you know, as much as I need to, um, cause words matter. And I remember my previous bosses and whenever I would get a word of encouragement, it was like the most unbelievable thing that could happen to me not that day, but like that month, like that year, it just absolutely lit me up and it motivated me. And so as leaders, words matter, your actions matter and little things go a long way. It doesn't have to be some big bonus check, you know, just appreciating somebody's work. Um, that's something I need to do a better job of, um, in 2021. So there's a few things like that, that I'm working through. I won't bore you guys with my entire list. <laughs> Yeah, I had a bunch, way more than five. So I yeah. need to yeah. dwindle them down, make the them trip. really impactful, like you said. Yeah, 20 things you can't focus on. <laughs> right. Right. Pick a few. Yeah. Well, um, thank you, James, for going over that. I know we really got a lot out of it whenever we were at kickoff and we really wanted to share it with our listeners. So Thank you so much for sharing that today. Um, we're forever thankful to Next Path for allowing us to have this opportunity in the first place for the podcast. Um, you know, thank you to all of our listeners as well. I'm, I'm doing all my gratitude right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. You guys yeah. Are awesome. By the way, like 2020, you, you guys kept this podcast. It was a remarkable job. You know, uh, you, know you, you guys had this as a goal and i remember back a year ago you guys said we have an idea um and pretty much everyone you talked to including me dan whoever was like well why not go do it right and you guys did and and i mean i don't know how you guys every week continue to pump it out but you know obviously the passion labor of love but you guys did a phenomenal job so kudos to you guys um thanks james following through on your goals that was awesome yeah this wasn't our vision board last year yeah it was. You guys deliver. So thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. And uh, cheers to 2021. Yes. yes. Thank you, James. And until next time, live bold and boss up. This is a forking around town with Tracy Guida quick fix on radio influence. So I'm really just over the moon excited for my guest today because I finally met a person that I think loves pizza as much or if not more than I do. So I'd like to welcome Matt McClellan from Tour de Pizza. I ended up creating the 30-day fad diet back when Jared from Subway was still, um, you know, king of marketing. I did a 30-day fad diet. I lost 24 pounds. I lowered my cholesterol 86 points. I lost 10% body fat. And so everything went viral before viral was a thing. So... To strike while the iron was hot, I ended up riding a bicycle from St. Pete, Florida, 1,300 miles to New York City in 2010 to deliver my message by bike <laughs> that pizza is a healthy meal. I delivered it to the pizza capital. And then, uh, and then I came back and I was kind of like, you know, in, in media and in fame and in life, you know, they say you're 15 minutes of fame and you know, everybody gets 15 minutes. So I used up my 15 minutes and sure enough, I went back to nothing. 
I was just a pizza guy working in my restaurant every day. Nobody was calling. There was no more buzz. There was no energy because then, you know, in this industry, yeah. if you're not current or relevant, you're, you're ancient. So I'd been in the gym and I was just shooting stuff with my buddies <laughs> and, and they're like, you know, you're a cosmetic fad diet guy. Like you're not real. Yeah. Like you can't do what we do. I'm like, really? I'm like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I was like, you guys compete in a bodybuilding? Like, just oil yourself up and go stand on a stage, and, like, whoever looks better wins? You don't care about triglycerides or uh, uric acid levels or kidney function? Like, just cosmetically? Yeah. They're like, yeah. Okay. So, at 41 years old, <laughs> I became a professional <laughs> natural bodybuilder. Wow. Eating nothing but pizza. I applied the science and macros of the new flexible dieting system that's been very popular mm-hmm. the last 10 years. I... uh did a 16-week pizza-only diet, and I became a professional at 41 years old. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.